go live. And hello, everybody. Hello. Meow, meow, meow. Hello there, friends. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome to another live movie musical commentary brought to you by Before the Downbeat, a a musical podcast. I just got the notification saying that we are live. So welcome aboard, friends, patrons, Roman countrymen. Potential rocky <laughs> journey. <laughs> yes, and joining me on this ever eventful journey, it is the incredible, the wonderful, the sober Jillian Robinson. Hello, Jill. Hello, Mackenzie. Hello, yes. So you all heard her voice when we did Avenue Q last season. And if you follow my other exploits on Cup of Hemlock Theater, you know Jill and I do a lot of fun stuff together. But mm-hmm. tonight we are doing something we have we have Jill has not done yet, which is a live movie musical commentary. This is her inaugural mm-hmm. episode, and we are making her watch Cats. Hopefully, we don't scare her away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Love love doing stuff for the downbeat whenever I yeah. can. Yeah, I'm set. I have my my Marie mug. She is my favorite cat of all the cats, and I'm not really a cat person. I'm allergic to cats. So oh. I can say that right off the get-go. So I'm not really a cat person. Also, I feel like cats have like something like a, a bad blood towards me, but I don't know why. <laughs> but anyways, Marie and cats, the pro shot. Those cats have my respect and we'll see what this movie does to my yeah. feeling with cats. <laughs> yeah, we will see. Hey, we listen, see. we've chatted about it, Mac. I, I might love this. Like, what God if I love us. it? Autumn will have serious conversations <laughs> with you if you do. And speaking of our beloved Canadian B. Arthur, director extraordinaire, John Adams of Canadian Theatre, Autumn Smith, as you may have seen on our Insta and Facebook pages, got married last weekend to her beautiful, brilliant partner, Sarah. So they're off enjoying some much-needed newlywed bliss, as well as Autumn is opening a show next week up in Bracebridge. A spooky haunted Halloween show full of ghost stories. So she is away this episode. Hopefully she will join us on our next ventures. But she wishes us well. She says, I've already talked about this enough. Mac made me record our our review twice back in the day. I sat through it at the movie theaters. I don't think I need to go back to this world again. So she's given Jill full permission to take her spot. And Jill has gloriously accepted the, the duty. Yep. Let's do it. We will do it. We will do it. So, Jill, before we get into this, though, Mm -hmm. so we you alluded to the fact that you only kind of got into cats this week. You watched the pro shot, the nineteen ninety eight pro shot with Elaine Page and Ken Burns, who Ken Burns, I think it's Ken Burns, who played Deuteronomy. It's not Ken Burns. What's his name? Look that up really cool. Yes. Either way, he is the voice of Oogie Boogie Man in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, cool! Right. Very cool. Yes. Ken Page? Uh, Ken Page, I believe. I think but then my brain was like, it's Elaine Page, but maybe there were just two pages. I think there are two pages. Either way. So they so so anyway, so Jill, you watched that this week. I sent you the link. Yeah. So you could brush up and see what a true cat's production looks like. And give us your thoughts. What did you think of this pro shot in the stage show all about? cats and nothing else it's just cats on cats on cats 
Yeah. So Ken clarified is Ken Page. So love that. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I grew up listening to a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber. My parents are really big fans. So like I had heard the music of Cats. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew the vibe, but I had never seen an iteration of it live or via pro shot or right. this movie. And so when Mac asked me to do this, I was like, oh yeah, I should probably just watch the musical for the sake of kind of having it in my, in the back artist tank of my brain. And first off, like absolute stunning movement, choreography, dance, like these are some mm-hmm. of the best dancers that were yes. on Broadway at the time. And I feel like the more the show gets done, even in like a community theater setting too, it's like the best of the best dancers have to kind of pull the show off. And literally, I felt like I was watching Cats. So tip, like tip, tipping my hat to the movement. And it's got like a, you know, I feel like when this musical came out, it was in the time of like, Rocky Horror vibes, right? With like this ethereal, It came out end like, of the 70s, out. 80s. It was like yeah, big musical. So you kind of know you're coming into like a campy, what is life sort of verb. <laughs> I mean, and, it's a book uh, of poems. Yeah. Yes. T.S. Eliot's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's just, yeah. So there was the pro shot itself was, mm-hmm. got, had some of those close-up existential shots. <laughs> but other than that, this like, because it's, based off of these poems it was just kind of like you know vignettes i was kind of like okay it is here's vignettes. a cat there is no real story here's, here's an intro story. of a cat they yeah. do a they're this archetype or whatever and here we go and like obviously uh, my brain the whole time is like oh what is this it's kind of like a life of pie moment right like what is the symbolism for humanity like what <laughs> who is this person to that person and what does it mean and so like that was kind of cool mm-hmm. to have those things pop up but other than that it's just kind of Cool music, a lot of awesome dancing. I thought the set was lovely. And again, I think because it is just kind of here's a play space and here's all these cats. I have said this many times in Cup of Hemlock, Mac. Like I love when there's a minimal, minimalist take on the set because Mm -hmm. then it's pretty much just up to the human body performing and storytelling. And especially Mm -hmm. with this storytelling with their bodies. So I always enjoy that. But you know, I wouldn't say it's my favorite musical just because, you know, it's kind of just cats. Yeah. Which you're allergic yeah. to. Which I'm allergic to. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I'd have to say, too, like, if standouts to me. Because this that's the thing I liked about this musical, too, is every character is different. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're supposed to be, right? Like, not only mm-hmm. in, like the color of their hair or fur, mm-hmm. but in, in their personalities. And so I liked things, little things about everyone, mm-hmm. like Jenny Annie Dots, like her zaniness and mm-hmm. like her kookiness. I was like, yes. Yeah. But I've said this to you, Mac, too. Like, I want to be Rum Tum Tugger. I just want to have swagger just laced all over that floor. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mistopheles, the magic, right? There's like little tidbits of... Super cool, yeah, imagery and personality. But other than that, I'm like, okay, these are just individual cats in the same space doing some dance moves and singing some far out Mm -hmm. lyrics. Well, that's exactly what happened. I mean, when (laughs) Lloyd Webber pitched the show to Hal Prince, who he'd worked with on Evita and Superstar. So, or no, sorry, he didn't work with him. So, no, you 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 don't need Evita with him. So anyway, but he pitched it to Hal Prince. And Hal Prince listened to the music and he went, Andrew, am I missing something about this show? 
And Andrew Ludweber just went, Hal, it's about cats. And Hal was like, <laughs> I cannot do this show. So hence why they went and got Trevor Nunn, who went on to direct Les Mis and all those type of fun stuff. But yes, right. that was why they got him. And Jillian Lynn, we got to give a shout out to her, the OG choreographer for this, who came up with a lot of the iconic looks and moves for all the cats. She was very instrumental in that. But yeah, you're right. There is no real story. I mean, you can address that right now, that this musical is based on these book of poems. And there's a mention of a jellicle ball and jellicle cats. And so they had to take that concept and kind of go, okay, what is that? And what? And then they come up with the idea that they got to go to the heavy side layer because there's a poem at the end about them ascending to the heavy side layer in that one. So that is that. So there's a lot of just basic stuff. And they kind of like, okay, what is this? And they went into rehearsal with not a lot of structure either. It was kind of first weeks of rehearsal was just play like do play as cats do improvs as cats let's just see what happens yeah and then they kind of took the moves and things they like from that and, and helped create the language and the body of the show and i mean there's the very famous story of elaine page so originally we'll get into this but judy dench was supposed to be double cast as grizabella and jenny any dots but then when she was practicing her tap dance she blew out her achilles tendon and so she had to drop out and so they cast elaine page who had her role of Avita in the west end as the new Grizabella, and so they had four different versions of memory they were using until eventually one night she got so confused she just started vamping on stage so she could get back in, into her place in the song and came off stage and just went andrew choose a freaking version of this piece like like like, huh? like just choose one and we're sticking with it this is ridiculous so that's how we got i believe it's the trevor nunn version they finally went with but it was like one of those things of it went on and on and on. And there was very little structure. So they kind of had to do a lot of make work to make the show work. And people thought it was a, people thought it was a joke. Nobody wanted to invest in it. So they found the right people. And then they made a lot of money off those early investments because they got paid back very quickly. And that was that. So. Right. But now we're going to get into the 2019 version, which was directed by Tom. Yeah. It stars Francesca Hayward as Victoria. Then we have Taylor Swift as Bum Ballerina, Rebel Wilson as Jenny Anydos, Jason Derulo as Ron Tom Tugger, Judy Dench as Old Deuteronomy. You have Idris Elba playing McCavity. So we have, so I'm trying to think of who else we have in the cast. That we James Corden. Yeah. Oh yeah. James Corden is Bustopher Jones. Who's mm-hmm. not skin and bones. In fact, he's Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. 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 Jennifer Hudson is Grizabella. So there definitely was a name, a big name movie where they were. Oh, the- Ian McKellen was Asparagus. Of course. Ian McKellen mm-hmm. is Gus the Theater Cat. Yeah. You know, Ryan and I talked about that in our review of his one man show Amazing. on Cup of Hemlock. So you'll definitely want to check that out. But yes, he's in this. So, you know, I mean, this was a big star cast. I don't know how they got all these people for this movie. But yeah, I, yeah this movie was in, in development for a long time. Spielberg was supposed to do a animated version back in the mm. 90s and then the studio closed and so they never did it but if, if you go on our insta page you can see the concept art that they have for that okay. and it looked fantastic and i'm like why did they not just make this i would much yeah. preferred that than the cgi debacle that we're going to be watching in i would say two minutes we'll give two more minutes to people to join us and then jill we will hit the road Hit it to riff off that Mac. Have you seen the Chippendale movie yet? No, okay. no, because they have like a tiny bit about like two CGI cats are like seen 
having a tuffle in an alley. And again, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but it was just funny. Like you could tell they were ragging on it. But... <laughs> well, this movie was very easy to rag on. I mean, the amount of jokes that came out of this movie and the fact that it it's really did tank Tom Hooper. I mean, the guy won a best director for King's Speech. He directed Les Mis, which that was iffy. When we get to that live stream, we will talk about his directorial choices in that. But yeah, then he does this, and it's like, ooh. I mean, as Lloyd Webber says, this movie was so bad, he had to get a therapy dog. Oh my god, he said that? Yeah, he actually got a therapy dog. Wait, Andrew Lloyd Webber said that about Tom Hooper? About the movie. That the movie was oh, so bad. Movie. Oh, that, that they okay, had to go and get sorry. a therapy dog. Lloyd Webber. I mean, he has. I mean, he has had to overly kind to Tom Hooper either, saying that Tom Hooper cut him out of a lot of the production of the making of the film. So there probably were some choices in there that Lloyd Webber wasn't happy with. He is right. very protective of his properties after kind of the debacle that was Jesus Christ Superstar the movie. So if you read his book, Unmasked. He talks all about that, so you definitely could pick that up and give it a read. But yes, cats. Okay, Jill, what do you say we get into the movie? Okay, let's get into it. So if you are joining us, you can watch along on Netflix. We cannot show you the film screen, unfortunately, on our screen, just because that will get us a copyright infringement. So we will be commentating on what we see. And if you go on Netflix, we will be starting at zero zero. And T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Hit play, Jill. And we are live. All right. So we are starting with the Universal logo. Actually, fun fact Cats took the release date for Wicked. This. In 2019, oh. it was supposed to be Wicked that came out. And when they couldn't make it, they bumped up Cats and rushed the production. Okay. They filled the spot. And they were really banking on it being a big Oscar movie, and that just did not happen. Okay. So here we go. We got more logos. Disappointation. Okay. Yes. So Amblin, so once again, Spielberg, because he had the rights, that he was added on as a producer, even though I don't think he did anything for this movie. I hope he didn't. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, he was probably busy doing The Moon and the Cat Eyes. And then we get oh, we're the in it. overture. The music. Yep. So once again, we get a film with an overture, which is very rare. I mean, not, not a lot of movie musicals do an overture. So we have a car pulling up. What's going on with the car? <laughs> so you see the cats creeping along. And see, this part isn't bad. I mean, the fact, except for the fact they have a cat in a bag. And they definitely are humans. Like it. Yeah, there are humans. It's, it's very no, but I'm saying like oh, you the can tell the cats are humans. Yes. Like, why not just make them CGI cats, See, like a Lion King yeah. thing? Right now, no, this is horrible. What should they do to the poor cat in the bag? Like they swim. Like it's so violent. It's horrible. Why? Also, also, it got bigger. Like she yeah. threw with a tiny thing, and it's like, oh, there's a human. <laughs> yeah, the whole scale thing in this is way off. 
So that's another problem. And, like, once again, this is just such an uninteresting over... Like, the music's really great, but then it's just kind of boring with the shots they're doing. And then also the fact that, like, they just... Oh my god. Was that Jason Derulo? Oh Oh, yeah, they all show up in this. This is just... Like, why would you open your movie with somebody throwing a cat? Like, if you want to say you don't like cats, that's how you do it. As a Victoria? Yes. Yeah. She will be our outside eye in this, which is a change from the show. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Okay. You will see. So she's like the new cat on the block. Correct. Is that? Oh. That's Monkey Strap. That's the main cat. Like, they're just creepy looking. There's Mistopheles. Yeah. Oh. Like they try to make this modern. It's like just don't. This is the most pop, one of the most popular musicals of all time. You don't have to reorchestrate this. Like, why am I having beatboxing in this? I'm not hating it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Joe, you're gonna be one of the people who do like this movie. How? Well. There's just like a lot going on right now that I'm just, I'm just like, I've still got to get into it, you know? Jericho cat. It's just- it is kind of cool that like how they're staging this of like, they're explaining yeah, to Victoria what they are, as opposed yes. to like, hello audience, welcome to the ball. Like, yes. Like the concept of having a new cat on the block isn't a bad one. It's just yeah. what they do with her down the road in the plot is where it becomes a problem. And I'll point it out when it starts becoming a problem. (laughs) See, the orchestration isn't horrible here, but it gets worse. Also, they're like way too small in comparison to that fountain. See, this is it. Cats aren't that Oh, that beatbox. Oh, we don't. (laughs) I guess just that was done in post. But do you see what I mean? Like in scale of the. Yeah, the tail's off. They're not that small. Like right now they're the size of rats in comparison. Yeah, right. (laughs) Rats the musical. And Seymour already changes to McCavity. Uh, it's just like cat in the canary like there's a lot of cat puns on the signs I love a good pun you do like I will say when Autumn saw the trailer she didn't mind it then she saw the movie and was like what the heck did they do (laughs) 
Chill's face of perplexion. Sorry, so sorry. Great. I'm just like, I'm unpacking. I'm like, what does it mean? They're standing on this like winged man. It's a Piccadilly. Yeah. Like it's just. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. These beats though are gonna be added to my workout playlist. No, Jill. Just add the Broadway version. But like, like this I'll, is a pep and then we got step. the Lashawns dancing to duo there. Like it's just in sneakers, in freaking sneakers. <laughs> like why are your cats and shoes? Oh. <laughs> like they're just oh. the scale is really throwing me off. Like cats right? are not that tiny. Yeah, right. Like that's and the thing is the set was built practically too. Like it was built oversized. Like these are kit these are kittens. These are newborn <laughs> kittens. But they're not supposed to be kittens. I know, I know, but like I guess, like, is it supposed? Oh, they're running away from her now. Why? She just wanted to partake. That was rude. Well, that's what they do, Joe. Okay, also, he looks like Davy Jones, the octopus guy from Pirates oh, yeah, of the Caribbean. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let's get into McCavity here for a minute. He's described as the ginger cat. But he is not ginger. <laughs> like, I mean, his cloak. Also, his cloak has like a bit of a rusty vibe. Yeah, but he's supposed to be like a ginger, like ginger. Yeah, like, like orange, like like Skimbleshanks orange, like red, like not chestnut. Like he's described as lean ginger cat. Like yeah. the fact that like they they don't even listen to the lyrics. Oh, Mustafa's trying to help her. Yeah, they have a weird relationship in this movie. So here's another thing. So when they did this movie, mm -hmm. they did another Tom Hooper thing, which is sing live on sets. Like they did in Les Mis. Right. However, unlike in Les Mis, where it was just the piano that they were hearing, they could change it from piano to click track to a like full orchestra sounding track. So you'll notice a lot of times these actors aren't singing on rhythm with each other because their earpieces, they were changing what they were listening to. Oh, so, no. So as you know, this is all supposed to be in like unison. But I kind of like that it's off. like echoey. It's like ethereal, you know? But it's creepier when it's all together. Like, it's just like a known poem that they all know for each other. Like, it's supposed to be... I kind of like it. I like that it's distorted. It makes, it's more haunting-y. Yeah. But, like, all of a sudden we're in a graveyard. <laughs> Yeah, just, once again, it's weird. Like, I don't know what and part of like London was supposed to be. castle behind. Okay. Like, I will say, Francesca Hayward, because she is a member of the Royal Ballet in London, like, her yeah. dancing is always very good. 
Oh, yeah. But it's just like, oh. Like, they just look weird. I almost want them to, like, not be cats. Like, I wonder if this would just, like, if they humans, were just humans or something. I don't know. Like. <laughs> and I mean, what I don't get is why they chose Victoria to be the new cat when there is a new cat in the stage show. The one that sings with Grizabella in memory. I forget that cat's name. Oh, yeah. But, like, that's basically who this character is replacing. And it's like, why would yeah. you change that when like there's already a built-in character who works with Grizabella in the show who's like the young cat but to me when I watched it in the pro shot I looked at that cat as being kind of like an extension because like Grizabella basically any one of these cats can end up like her I get that she's the glamour cat and she had like probably fall more from yeah exactly but like she also represents the like getting to that age right and like a fall from grace from life mm -hmm. can also mean mm -hmm. right and so i think that cat in the pro, pro shot is like an extension of it almost looked like like this was the younger version of mm -hmm. isabella or something right or like well, yeah so with i think with a movie it makes sense that victoria is she's just a bit more of a substantial character and she's kind of coming on as like this ingenue mm. everybody's envious because she's so gracious and she's like a pure white cat you know what i mean like she's mm. untouched like a cool contrast between many mm. of the cats i guess but well they're all jellical i mean they all are multicolored cats yeah yeah i just go like why tom cooper why when you were diving this would you not just take a character who's already existing like why would you use, like rejig another character it's just like, because I I think in the original though, like they don't that other cat like we can't even remember her name. She does have a name, but like she doesn't have enough agency anyway. So I feel no. like it'd be harder to erect. But you could build character. like like just take that opening dialogue scene where it's like, "What's your name?" You can say her name. Yeah. Like the only reason why they made Victoria the main cat is because she's white, and it's like that very catching white cat. But I just yeah. go ugh, Tom Hooper. Okay, here we go. Setting it yes. up. Here we go. First cat. Here we go, Jill. First cat on first cat off off the block. Rebel Wilson. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> oh. Wait, but it's not. <laughs> oh, Rebel Wilson. It's not supposed to be comedy, though. <laughs> exactly. Then just wait till she starts singing. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jill, she does. 
why are we seeing her, for lack of a better word, pussy right now? (laughs) (laughs) And then they gave her the worst vocal line of the whole thing. Because remember, in the stage show, it's three cats who are all singing in harmony. So they didn't choose like the well-known part of the harmony. They chose like what's labeled as the melody line. But it's like you never hear the melody line because you got all the harmonies on top of it. Yeah. Also, like, again, the scale is so yeah. off. See, this like, is creepy. The mice children. Mice children? See them? <laughs> Wait. Why? Why is there mice children? Whoa, that's a child's <laughs> face in a mouse. Yep. This I can't get over the scale. I'm so sorry, everyone. I just cats are not that small. And she's oh, keeping God. them hostage while like trapping them around. And also, track. mice are not the size of a thimble. <laughs> and a thimble isn't the size of a thumbtack. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Like, oh. oh, like, what is, oh, God, okay, she just, okay. Yeah. What is she going to do with those children mice? That's really Oh, odd. you don't want to know, Jill, you don't want to know. Just wait till you see the cockroach. So, like, whose idea was that? Of, like, you know what, we should really have mice, and they should be played by children. Tom Cooper. Why is that As the director. I don't understand. <laughs> Like, the problem is also because they cast all these celebrities in these big roles or these featured roles. They took away all the choral singing. And that's what makes the show so great is that it's the mix of the harmonies. Yeah. Because the harmonies are very hard. Like, if you look at them on the sheet music, it's like thirds, fourths, seconds. Like, they're very close to one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the actresses who acted or actors who perform the harmonies are doing a lot of work. But because you're casting, like, Rebel Wilson, Jason Derulo, who, like, want to feature them. And it's just oh, there's like, are these kid mice again? No, these oh, are no, kid cockroaches. cockroaches. They're kid cockroaches. <laughs> okay, see now, now a cockroach could maybe be that small. I can get behind that. Yeah, but look at their creepy faces. And she oh just ate one. Oh my god! <laughs> and what are you? Why are you? What? Oh, that's funny. The cake used the little strawberries as yes. steps. <laughs> like, that's cute. Like, the, the, like, it's just bad, though. Like, the CGI is just so bad. Listen, I gotta watch this high one day. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a whole new experience. Skadoopadoopadoopadoop. <laughs> no. Runaway children mice. Oh my god. And they've added in new lyrics too. That are not part of the poem. Oh now James Corden's gonna come in. No, oh, no sorry. Gorilla. Gorilla. Is he British in real life? I have no idea. No. 
Yes. Favorite song. Mm. Oh. Also, I don't ever get why these cats are wearing cat coats, like literal fur yeah. coats on top of their fur yeah. coats. Like, like, like Mistopheles wearing like a top hat and vest. I'm like, okay, that makes yeah. a lot of sense because you do dress cats up in fun costumes sometimes. But like a fur coat on top of a fur coat, no. I know. And again, I'm let's just have them be humans. Yeah. <laughs> or do you know, just stick with the pro shot and never make this movie? Yeah. He's actually doing well with this song, though. Like, he isn't terrible. Like, I will say, Jason Rowe is not terrible in this. Because he's doing a thing where he's, like, playing true to the character, but adding yes. just enough of himself. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Also, suck like, Jason Derulo! <laughs> <laughs> like, he, like, he does have the bit of the riffing. Like, I, do, I do agree. He is one of the better casting choices. Ooh. Oh yeah, that riff. Mm. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, again, why is why do we need that? Why do we need that comedy? Like, why are you doing cutaways to Jenny Any Dots? I don't know. See, like, why are they doing this? Like, it's not funny. Uh, And you're right, the scale is still way off. So off. And they make this very sexual, I have to say. I know. Well, it's gotta be, though. His name is Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, well, I know he is, but like, just in general, this is a very oh. sexualized thing, and it's like, oh my, oh my god, <laughs> wow. Okay, stop, Rebel Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> See, then he ditches his coat. I'm like, why did he even wear one in the He's first place? He's ripping in sex, though. I love it. Like, he's doing this character yes. exactly how it should be done. Yes. Like, even in these bizarre situations, they're in, like, a 50s <laughs> diner. I'm still here Having for milk. Oh, my God! They're having milk! <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, I don't get how this is possible, because this seems like a real restaurant they're breaking into. It's a milk bar. Okay. Apparently. Oh, he wants Victoria. Apparently a lot of these cats do. Right. <laughs> I was about to just shout milk. 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 Yes. <sighs> oh, here he goes. Oh, yes, Jason. <laughs> I mean, this is why you cast him in the role, is for the riffing. Like, this is, I can get behind this. I get yeah. he's going way off script here, but he, he's Jason Derulo playing, playing yes. Rumpton Tugger. Like, he's not yes. denying that, you know? Yes. Like, oh my god, butter. Wow. Oh. He's like, he's like I'm attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
He's milking it. Can he just do riffs the whole movie? <laughs> he just drops her. <laughs> yep. Very rum tum tuggery. Rum tum tuggery, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Here she comes. Grisabella. The Glamour Cat. She was always my favorite cat growing up. That was kind of a cool transition. I like that kind mm-hmm. of Rum Tum Tugger kind of comes up to yes. the camera and then we see it's actually Grisabella. Like we are yep. Grisabella's eyes in that kind of. Yes. But she sounds too young. She doesn't sound old enough. Yeah. And that's the problem. Grisabella needs to be old. Like, why and would also, you not like, ask? And also, like, Jennifer Hudson is just like brilliant times a bajillion. Oh, absolutely. So, like, She's an Oscar winning actress. Playing, but her playing this character that's like her fame days are done. Yes. She's kind of withered away. I'm like, no. It's yeah. like, listen to this, the butter of your voice, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why wouldn't you just cast Elaine Page or Judy Dench or Betty Buckley, one of the OG Grizabellas? Like, why they cast Judy yeah. Dench as old Deuteronomy? And I'm like, the perfect cast is the cast. You could easily as, be in as, the as, cast. As, yeah. As just like another cat, for sure. Absolutely. You could have cast her as any cat. You could have made her an, yeah. a, a female version of Strap if you wanted to, the mm-hmm. lead cat. Like, you didn't have to yeah. make her Grizabella. Like, why would you not cast Judy Dench? Oh, she was supposed cool, to yeah. play Grizabella in this. Oh, she just she just doesn't fit the part and it's too bad because yeah. she's a beautiful singer like like one day we will talk about dream girls where she won mm-hmm. the oscar oh yeah and killed it but she looks like she's trying to do an Anne hathaway like snot cry at the camera oh we can talk about that one day oh we will get into it joe we will get into it. i roll yeah <laughs> Like once again, why is she wearing a fur coat on top of a fur on top of her fur? I do not get yeah. this directorial choice. Like she would look better if she just didn't have the coat and it was like patchy fur. Like like make her like yeah. look scarred and patchy, you know? Yeah. Like fleas. Like make her look as ugly as possible. Oh. They're also like too mocky. I feel like what's really good about this song mm-hmm. is they are kind of like bullying her. Yeah. But in the pro shot, like they all know who she was yes. before she is what she is now. And yeah. there is a little bit of like an envy, a jealousy. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like all of these cats are playing it like, oh, you think you're so good? You think you're better than us? Like, yeah, yeah, she was better than you in her heyday. She was the glamour like- cat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm also, I'm really loving what Francesca's doing with Victoria, though. Like, I get it. Just she starts to sing, Jill. Let's see if you feel the same way. Oh, okay. Oh. Cavity. The cavity. Emphasis on the cavity. Yep. And then, of course, you think he's coming, but it's... 
It's James Con. Okay, I'm so done of Robert Wilson's like half baked puns. <laughs> I love Buster for Jones. I'm sorry. As a cat, I do love that. I do like James. But I don't like James Corden in this role. He just looks like a man, though, right now. Yeah. Like <laughs> he doesn't just... really look like a cat. Right? And that's the problem. I will say, this is the best orchestrated of, like, it's because he's closest to the Broadway sound. Like, they should have got, I'm trying to think of a better, like, I'm trying to think of another, like, big British actor they could have gotten for this. Like, I'm just like, did it have to be James Corden? Seems like we're always casting James Corden in movie musicals. I know. <laughs> this is what I don't get. Like, how did she not realize it was McCavity? Yeah. Where'd she go? Did she just disappear? Well, apparently McCavity in this has magical powers. Oh. Which I'm like, why would you add that to the character? It makes no freaking sense. Doesn't need to be added at all. This no. is already quite a far out magical experience. Yeah. So Jenny's gone. Did she just bite the dust? No. You'll see where she bite goes. the dander? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God. He didn't need to stumble there. That once again, force comedy. Just you wait, Joe. There's a moment you're gonna roll your eyes. So big during this song. Just you wait and see. Also, you should not be eating trash. Buster Jones does not eat trash. Like, he's supposed to be, like, in, like, all these clubs eating, like, off the tables. Like, he's like the cat that wanders the dining clubs. And then, you know, like, people feed him, like, bits of chicken, bits of this, bits of that. Like, he's not a cat that eats trash. Like, it just... They missed who this character was supposed to be. He's like the old boy gentleman club cat. Right. Like, not what you're... Ugh. Why? Why is... Why? I almost, I want to, like, <laughs> are all of the actors, like, knowing that this is terrible? Maybe they're, like, making no, it a comedy? No, they, they're taking it seriously. See, watch. <laughs> like, let's just do a crotch joke. Why not? Oh. Of course, Rum Tum Tugger's there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, once again, scale. Very, like, also, very sexual. And he so did not sexual. swallow that sorry that was but like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't swallow any of that champagne no also they're singing this song so slow like the song has to have pace like that's the thing is like what like when you wrote these songs you had like three styles of song it's like either start slow get big also, start like, fast this- go slow then get big again or like start fast and then really slow down toward the end 
And like they just lose the rhythm constantly with all these like improv bits. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <sighs> like, the feast. This is just so annoying. This is not who he's supposed to be. <sighs> Please never show your wonderful Alice this. If the cats are as tiny as they actually are, <laughs> then they must be eating sparrow wings. Right? There is no scale in this movie. No. And that's like, it's like, yeah, oh, I oh. clearly know that is a turkey leg, but judging <laughs> by how big these cats are, that turkey leg would be the freaking Eiffel Tower. <laughs> but no, it's smaller than them. See, once again, I don't get how these cats don't realize it's McCavity. Also, like, I like that McCavity just has his own song in the regular one, too. I don't like that they're, like, building him up to be, like, Yeah, this like, he shouldn't he, he, he appear. Like, he shouldn't be seen. Like, the only, like, through-line cat that I like that is constantly kind of brought up is Grizabella. Like yeah, well, she's supposed to be. She's art. the main cat. She's the main focus of the story. Yeah. It's her journey to acceptance again. He's gone. He is gone. Like, McCavity's not supposed to be actual magic. Now, these are the cats I thought Jill should have played in Cats. <laughs> Both of them or just one of them? Just one of them. What's her name? Mungo yeah. Jerry. Oh, no, Mungo sorry. Jerry. No, sorry. She's no, Rumble Teaser. Rumble Teaser, yeah. So this is the version that was the OG orchestrated version for when they were previewing the show. They then okay. changed it to what's in the pro shot. And yeah. why they went back to this like spoken jazz. Because I don't think Ugh. the girl playing the teaser is a singer. Because she just spoke sung. So maybe that's why. Then cast somebody else. Like, like everybody knows the pro shot. Hey, listen, listener. I don't know. She, she can't like, yeah. sing. Like she's not. They just made a choice to do the, the cut version or the cut melody version, and it's like, why would you do this? Like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this is very weird situations and stuff like that. But the performers are slaying. Movement. They're slugging it like they are trying to make like this they, work. They're exactly. They're like, you know what? We're just gonna do what we do, and we can't control the direction or the editing of mm -hmm. this piece. Yeah. Like once again, what is the scale in this world? Like she's wearing a necklace of pearls that should yeah. theoretically be way really big on her. <laughs> Like once again, very sexual. This is like a threesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This whole movie is like definitely do not show this to you to, to Ellis. No, <laughs> stick with the pro shot, Jill. Stick with the pro shot.
Like, I just don't like the spoken word melody. Like, like, like the other version yeah. just has such much better pep to it. Like, it has a bit of a... And, and when they assemble for Sunday night dinner... Da, 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 yeah. Like, it had a bit more of an energy that you could feel them and, chaotically and going they, around the house. They have such, like, zany energy. Yeah. Yes. You're not really getting that with this version. No. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's faster. Like, it's... Like, and it would make more sense. Is that tofu? Uh, I don't know. Or pate. Maybe it's liver pate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my god, that rack of ribs? Again, it's sparrow ribs. <laughs> what is the scale? I love how that is what's throwing you off is the scaling in this movie. See, I think this would be the time if I was drinking, I would go mm -hmm. grab another drink. <laughs> Because, like, it's also a bit boring what yeah. they're doing with this version. Yes, right? Oh. Ooh. We should note, everybody, Jill has perfect pitch. So I'm sure anytime they hit an off note, her ear is just going, what is this? <laughs> oh, the boss is going to fall. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, like, tip you off. Tip me off like the boss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, there's also part of, oh, she's now getting choked. You rude. She's trapped. Her. They're not good cats, Jill. They're bad influences. Oh, it's Mistopheles. He loves her. He does. He's like the quirky best friend. Yes. Also, oh, no. for some reason, they're doing the instrumental of the Jellicle Ball here. I don't know why. Oh, my God. There's the dog coming in. Like, also, once again, Mr. Fobbies is not supposed to be literal magic. It's the whole thing of cats are elusive, wonderful creatures who do things. Like, that's the whole point. They're not literal magic cat cats. Yeah. Again, like, they, they just need to be humans in this version. <laughs> they should have just made this an animated movie, Joe. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm going to, I'm totally ship these two. That was the one thing that did happen to me when I saw this in theaters. I was like, okay, I get it. Get away, dog. Sorry. You're in the moment. <laughs> I get really invested in movies, folks, so. <laughs> oh. What is the scene? Oh my god, they are yeah. adding so much. They did not need to add all this. Growl tiger? Yeah, he's the pirate cat. They do like a they do like oh. a, 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 a dramatization of the cat in the show. But in this right. one we've added him as like the as, as like an actual character. Right. Oh. 
Oh, Ray Winston, what did they do to you? We're singing notes on the piano, just a simple note. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, Jill, that's it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That actually is funny. (laughs) Oh. Like, this is just so much, like, bad improv. It's like they didn't have a script. They were just like, here, James Corden, Rebel Wilson, improv for us. But also, like, why do we need such a big platform for James Corden and Rebel Wilson? Like, this isn't the James Corden and Rebel Wilson. Well, it's because they cast celebrities. It's because they cast celebrities as these supporting cats. And so they're like, oh, we gotta do more than just one song with them. Because in the stage, you're like, Jenny, Any Dots, and Gus, and all those cats, because they're all double cast as other characters. Yeah. Don't come back. Like, typically, Old Deuteronomy and Buster for Jones are the same track. Grizabella is like is actually like a chorus cat for parts of the show. Interesting. And then gets in and out of the makeup for Grizabella. It's not like Fontaine where they're off stage for like half yeah. the show. Right. Right. But like, I guess because you pay money for Rebel Wilson and James Corden and all these big names, they're going to try and utilize them. But it's like, no. It, it just like makes, it takes so much taste out. Like, it takes a lot of taste out, Joe. What's this cat's name again? The lead guy? Monka Strap. Right. He'd be cool to play, too. Yeah. Well, he yeah, he's like the lead cat. Yeah. He's like the narrator. Yes. Ooh, that was not a good note. Sad. <laughs> so now here we go. So now we're going to get Old Deuteronomy. So they're all live singing right now? Yeah. Okay. But sometimes they only had a click track. Sometimes it was piano. Sometimes I forget. I think the other one was like full orchestra, like pre-recorded, like, or- like orchestrations. So they were changing them live on set. Like they could hit a button and it would change what you're hearing. So you'll notice like... The music just doesn't match. Like they're off on beat sometimes because they're not listening to the same thing because they don't, they aren't together. Like I don't mind them singing live, but you got to agree on, hey, we're gonna backphrase here. We're gonna. Like, I don't mind. I don't here. mind that because like they're in like the back alley, so like I kind of don't mind that there's backphrasing. I don't I feel like that freezing either, but it's like if you're going to do it, everybody has to agree as a group. Where it's like, hey, like here we're all going to cool. agree. But this, yeah, no, this is pretty well, pretty good on people. When you're going to watch like skimble shanks and other moments like that, you'll notice okay. that they're not together or they're not dancing on the proper beat. Or Ian McKellen is also, way off. I don't really rhythm. like the costume for Old Deuteronomy here. I liked in the pro shot. It's like when it's just like a, a big parka, big, like almost like Poncho. burly, uh, gray, mm-hmm. tattered mm-hmm. vibe. Yes. It's like a cat that's seen a lot of things. It's yes. packed with wisdom. Mm-hmm. This is too like show cat clean. It's, it's like nice Grizabella. Old Deuteronomy and Grizabella like mm-hmm. understand each other. Yeah, they're, they're old. older cats. Yeah, they've gone through. They've like, gone through it all. Yep. And so, like, there's a beautiful moment in the throw shot when Deuteronomy, like, sends her off. Mm-hmm. There's this exchange and this yes. kind of, yeah, like, all-knowing 
it's common ground. Yep. Whereas this is like this nice, clean kept, cream colored coat. Aw, yep. Ian McKellen. Also, Judy does this really weird thing of talking to the camera. You will notice. Yeah. It's like, no, Judy Den, no. Do not look into my soul as a cat. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least Ian McKellen knew what he was doing. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm doing camp. <laughs> yeah, he does. He knows. Yeah. But so did Jason Derulo, too, though. Yeah. If they play into the camp. <laughs> like Ian McKellen just did. Yeah. And like he had like a hairball. Yeah. Like why is she wearing a big fur coat? I don't get no, it. No, she's too like. Like she just needs to be one of those big Persian cats with lots of like long fur. Like, I'm not opposed to casting Judy Dench. I just think she should have been Grizabella. Because it would have been a nice yeah. moment for her to reclaim or that role after she was cut different. short from it. I did it pro- There's like- so many production things that could have assisted at potentially yes. lifting this movie. <laughs> yep. But see, the problem was, once the first trailer came out and everybody bashed it, the studio cut a bunch of their funding for the movie. Because they knew they were going to make the money back. Oh. Again, they're like rats size. Yeah. Or like, like once again, Mike scale does not make any sense in this. All right, here we go. The Jellico Ball. Oh, they're doing aerobics. <laughs> like they're Close. like holding plank. Close. <laughs> like why they like why all like why all this tail choreography? It's freaking creepy. Oh, we got some synth. See, I don't mind the synth because that's like yeah. part of the original Broadway show, and it works. Yeah. Like, see how they don't do any dubstep in this? Like, it's just the OG orchestrations? It sounds Mm -hmm. good. Like, just don't mess with it, people. Also, stop with the hissing. It's freaking weird. This is like kind of like the horny dance. <laughs> the horny dance? I call it the horny dance. Okay. Like it's all very sexual. This whole movie is yes. pretty spicy. Also, it's why does this one cat have red pants? Did they like forget That's their That's Shanks, the red cat. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but once again, why is he in that outfit? You don't need it. Yeah. Like, I guess it's to help identify him, but he just looks weird. Aww, her Mr. Mustang. I want them to have kitties. <laughs> Jill, so sexual. But, but like, they're fun and quirky. Yes. Like, he doesn't, like, lust for her. No, there's other cats who would do that in this. Yeah. Look, he's like, I'll lift you, no problem. Yeah. Like, this I don't have a problem with. This scene, I'm like, okay, I can get on board with this. Look, it's not the Julian Lynn choreography that I love, but, you know, it works. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. Yes. 
Oh, Jason Derulo. See, he looks better without his coat on. Mm -hmm. No! Stop that! Stop Why? the dubstep. No. It's not dubstep. Oh, well, it's beats, I guess, but... Yeah. See, now we're back Ooh. to the OG music. And, like, that's... That was kind of like, cool. It wasn't necessary. Because it's, like, Jason Derulo, Rum Tum Tucker. It's, like, different. I guess. Nope. What happened? Why did we pause, Joe? Wait, we're back. We're back. Okay, good. You're back, right, Mac? Yep, I'm back. Okay. Oh, we got some backflips. Some Donna Fewer backflips yep. there. <laughs> and, like, they're chasing Grizabella. Like, if they're just... She's just watching. And, I mean, I get there's a moment where they kind of oh, chase her what? away in the station, but it's not, like, overt. Oh, why is there this? There doesn't need to be breakdancing. Because they cast the Litwins. Who are famous French, whatever they're called, dancers. And it's so dumb. It's like, no. Oh, these are people? I haven't heard of these. Yeah, they're twins? like actually like big, big French that dancers. Okay. That they added okay. to the movie. But it's like, no. Stop that. I know. We don't need to like flex. Again, we're like flexing James Corden, flexing yeah. Rebel Wilson, flexing these dancers. Like, just do the story. Yes. It's kind of like, like, see, like, like they're doing the ballet I, like, dance, sing. and I'm like, that works. Like you're sticking with what Jillian Lynn envisioned. Yeah. Like just stick with what worked. This show was the most longest running Broadway show behind Phantom. Like it's one of the biggest West End shows of all time. It worked for a reason. Stop messing with it so much. Yeah. Just stick with it. Like, that's why the pro shot is still so beloved, because it's just the stage show in its perfect form. Leave it Wow, alone. she's like a stunning dancer, Francesca. Oh, yeah. Like, you should holy watch, cow. just YouTube her dancing, like the Royal Ballet. Yeah. She's incredible. I think she's in the Swan Lake that's on Broadway HD that we may do oh, cool. in the future. Wait, you were doing so well. Why did she get pushed aside? Who? Victoria. Ah, she's the new cat. <gasps> they haven't accepted her yet. They also haven't had to have a reason for her to go outside. And there's Grizabella. Yes. Okay. Like, this is her Anne Hathaway snot cry singing moment. Joe looks so confused. <laughs> I'm just like. 
like I feel bad for the character, but I just I can't get behind it being Jennifer Hudson. Like, yeah, that's the problem. Or like there could have been because they're already doing these silly, stupid comedy scenes. Yeah. Have like a really terrible scene with Grizabella and McCavity or something where it's yeah. like, I don't know, or just with Grizabella and the other cats where you like see her yeah. maltreated or like yeah. literally flashback to a memory of like yeah. her falling from grace. Yes. Because like now this song shows up and I'm like, okay, here's the ballad banger that everyone yeah. knows and we're just going to yeah. sing it. Like there's no... They're making a story by having like Victoria as the outside yeah. eye. And so yeah. if they're already putting in the effort with those things, yes. it's weird. It's like they're putting in the effort, which I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But then it's either not followed through or like other moments aren't bolstered up as, you know, do you know what I mean? I know like, exactly what you mean. And I mean, the other problem is. The whole point of Grizabella is that she is neglected and shunned by the group. And if you watch in the stage show, all the young cats that are on stage, all the older cats like ensure that they stay away from Grizabella. So the moment when the young cat does go up and touch her at the end of her big song, it's like, oh, finally, somebody took pity on this poor cat. Having Victoria out there watching, it's like, who is the main character of the story? Is it Victoria? Is it Grizabella? Because in the stage show, well, it's Grizabella. Definitely Victoria. For which this is version. not great because the whole musical is built around the return. But it's cool. Like, they're doing a good job of showing Victoria as the outcast outsider, new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. There needs to be, it almost needs to run parallel, like Victoria and Grizabella as like the outsiders and how are their yeah. journeys the same and how are they different. But they're not doing that legwork. See, that this is the problem right here. Grisabella. She's going to go try and touch her. And it's like, do not touch Grizabella. Her big belting note is, touch me. It's so easy to leave me. Yeah. Like, I want to, like, either Monka Strap or somebody else has to, should come out. Oh, she's singing. Victoria's singing. Yeah. This was the Taylor Swift song that she added to the show. Oh. Autumn did not like her singing. Autumn's face when she started Wait, singing. this is a Taylor Swift song that's added to the mm-hmm. movie? Taylor Swift and Lloyd Webber wrote the song together. Not based on a, not, like, not based on any poem from the book, just they wrote it on their own. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> this is quite an adaptation. Like, this is not a true no. carryover. Yeah. I wonder what Brian would think of this. <laughs> <laughs> He should add it to his dissertation. Right, oh my gosh. But like, no, would, uh, Francesca Hayward, I love you, you're a wonderful dancer. But singing just, you're not, you're, no. No, I disagree. Listen, I've had to listen Amanda Seyfried sing. So if I, <laughs> and I'm saying that live on air. If I can get past her non-vibrato cassette and still be here, <laughs> this isn't terrible. That's a pretty low bar, though, Joe. <laughs> I think she's doing fine, and she's acting it. Like, this is the thing. I love performers who, like, sing of the threats, like, singing is the bottom. Mm-hmm. They're aware of it, and they at least they're packing it with, like, acting and movement, you know? Yeah. 
And she's also like the new young cat. So I can kind of give her a bit of a get out of jail free card. Yes, but like once again, nervous, like you don't need to give this character a song. Like just have her yeah. watch. You don't need to have her sing a song. Like once again, this yeah. is Grizabella's story. If you're going to add more stuff to the story, give more to Grizabella. Hmm. Like have the opening prologue be a flashback to her in McCavity or her fall is going with McCavity. And then getting yeah. rejected by McCavity. And then have her show up for Jellicle Songs or Jellicle Cats in the opening number. Yeah, it's and she gets rejected from that. Like, yeah. Like, if you're going to do something, expand the Grizabella role a bit more. I don't need another young cat, old boohoo me. At least you have your beautiful memories, even though they're not great memories. Like, it's like, oh, just pick a lane, Tom Hooper. Pick a lane. Yeah. Like, that's the problem, is he's trying to straddle two different storylines. It's like, you see, yeah. it makes sense. It's like, no, they don't. No, they don't. And then we have Judy Dench, who can do no wrong. I just don't know how, I mean, it's just like, Judy Dench is so good. Like, why would you put her in this role and set her up to, like, not do well? Like, Caster's Grisabella. Like, that's the role she should have been in this. I don't know if she has a strong enough singing voice for that, though. I guess. So you know what I mean? Like, so maybe keep like, her as open and cast, like, Elaine Page, Betty Buckley. Or, like, Patty, Patty LaPone or something. <laughs> Patty LaPone will Patty never Joe. work with Big Webber again <laughs> after Sunset Boulevard. No, true. Plus, also, also Patty would like, never play, role. like, the damsel yeah. broken Grizabella. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. the role she would play. She's too if high class, like. Dude, if anything, yeah. she'd be any. If anything, Patty would admit would have made a great Jenny any dog. Jenny at us, yeah. That's the role you're gonna be if you're gonna cast Patty Lapone. Like once again, Betty Buckley, Elaine Page, Liz Calloway, some of these older great dames of Broadway, is who should have been in that role. Sorry, Jihad, you're awesome, but just not in this role. Isn't she already going to go see the Chellicle Choice? I don't know why she needs to like be reinvited by you. Well, she seems shunned from the crowd. I guess. Um. Oh. See, like okay. I give you McKellen full credit. Like he is he going. Ian McKellen, you are literally lipping, this. lapping up milk. <laughs> like I give him full credit on this one. Like he knows what he's yeah. doing, and he just owns it. The only problem is he can't sing on rhythm. Which will be a problem when he gets to his song. Because you will hear the oboe but also in the he's, he's kind trying of a to mention. He has like, dementia though, right? So like mm-hmm. again, maybe that can work. The fact But you're but it's a song. Like the song and the music go to get the lyrics and the music go together. When they're but not on they rhythm with each other. Because I do, Jill. As a character. singer, you've talked to me about bad back phrasing and stuff. Or they're no, not I know, but, but if it's justified by the character, though, then I'm not mad about it. Like the fact that he's losing his mind and his hate, his heydays in the past. It's kind of like, to me, dramaturgically, that could be showing that deterioration. You know, I guess. Cross pause. <laughs> It's sort of cross your fingers, cross, cross. Oh, yeah. Like, watch him. So, 
listen to the orchestration. They're trying to keep time with him, the clarinet or the oboe, whatever the main instrument is. Like, he's got no rhythm. He's just monologuing. It's like, buddy, I love you. But, like, there's a rhythm to this music. Oh. See what I mean now, Jill? Yeah. <laughs> like, there is a fine line between character backphrasing and just oh, yeah. not going with the rhythm at all. And just doing your own damn thing. This is, again, the epitome of, like, I despise when they cast the star versus mm -hmm. the actual trained yeah. performer. And the thing is, Ian McKellen can sing well, not great, well. And he can't sing off yeah. because he did it as Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast. So it's, like, not impossible for him to do. But once again, when you you're singing live, like, that's what Tom um, Hooper's whole thing was. It's like, sing live, we'll follow you with the orchestrations. It's like, no! No, sir. Who's no. The guy, who's the guy who plays is Norm? Uh, his first name, is, I think, is Norm. Who plays Javert in one of the Lemus? Norm Lewis. Concert. Norm Lewis. He mm -hmm. would make a good Gus. I would actually like to see him as. Uh, yeah, I, I, actually, I'd like to see more as an old Deuteronomy. Yeah, yeah, he would do. He, yeah, you'd do much better at that because he's. He, I think he could be cast as any of. True. The, like, I still think Norm Lewis never touch cats. He'd be like. Keep me away from this show. <laughs> like, I'll give it to you, McKellen, and it's one man show he does where he recites the poem. He does great, because he's not having to go on rhythm. But here it's like, Buddy, there's a rhythm to the song, <laughs> and you're not doing yeah. it. <laughs> like, I will give it to him. He is just having a grand old time. Yeah, he's just killing it. Yeah. Oh, and Judy's old Deuteronomy is about it. She's like, Gus. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the two of them have great chemistry. I mean, when they play yeah. the Mackers together, like, they've had a long history together, the two of them. So, and that's the nice thing is you can see that together. And I mean, like, just the looks between those two great actors, you can tell there is a relationship, a past yeah. history. That, oh, maybe they did have a little thing back in the day, the two of them, in their youth. <laughs> He's really scratching that same spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, okay, scratch yep. your itch and go somewhere else or stop scratching. Yep. It's like a tick. Do you know what else? So, like, I wonder how many of these actors who aren't singers or, like, didn't come from a Broadway background are really not familiar with singing live on set. Not many people so, are because it's not commonly done. Credit, but someone who's coming from, like, Broadway or musical theater background, True. they're used to just singing live and on the mm -hmm. spot. So I feel like that would be easier to be, like, now I'm on a film set, but mm -hmm. like I have to be live and I have to sing it, sing out anyways, as opposed to like a filmic actor being like, oh shit, I'm, I have to do this like live. Mm -hmm. You know, what I, mean? I don't know. I feel like it would be harder, like the latter way, you know? Mm -hmm. So to, 
like I wonder too my constant scratch was like he had a lot going on in his brain he's like am I getting the words right am I singing on pitch what's happening I'm just gonna do this itch and not remember that I'm itching like for me I just go I don't mind singing live on set but what Tom Hooper does is says don't worry actors sing on whatever beat you want and we will follow you in post and it's like that's not how you orchestrate that's how you kill your conductor you know yeah and I mean, like, what I would do is say, yeah, let's sing live on set, but hey, conductor, sit down with the actor, choose five different ways to sing the song, like, back phrase here, sing on beat here, so then when you know when you get to do, hey, we're going to do take five, and we're going to do version three of the song. So the yeah. orchestra can go, okay, we know exactly where we're going, and it's all agreed to. Yeah. Versus, like, just willy-nilly, like, hey, McCallan, say, like, say the, like, say the lyrics, and don't worry, the clarinet will follow you. It's like, no, that's bad Yeah, like technique for the clarinet. That's not fair to them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, now we're on skimble shanks. And like why they have monkey straps in this so and not skimble shanks. Step into the McCavity book. Yes. Well yeah, they got once again, yeah. McCavity's picking people off. She's like, did not need that plot. No. Or you know what? If you're going to do it, just have him, like, McCavity, like, have a trap door on the stage that he's, like, able to, like, like, hit the, like, pull a rope and they go through the floor or something. Yeah. And also, this guy cannot sing on pitch. Yeah, he's not great. Yeah. Autumn was so upset when we saw this live because this is her favorite cat. She's like, why is he singing flat? (laughs) But I will give it to him. Like, you can watch his feet. And he is trying to keep the beat. But you can tell the music is off. Like, watch him try and keep the beat. I also do like the tap concept of the tap music, the tap shoes are between. Yeah. Like, that is cool. Oh, cool. Once again, why is a cat wearing shoes? (laughs) Like, some cats wear shoes, some cats don't wear shoes. Some cats wear pants, some cats wear fur coats. It's like, make a choice, Tom Hooper. Make a choice, sir. Do you tap dance, Jill? I did as a kid, up until I was like four. <laughs> well, I, I, took, I did it for like a year. <laughs> okay. And then I had to tap dance for, I did a contract with Paper Bag Princess. Right. And then I actually took a tap dance class mm-hmm. about a week ago. And not a week ago, a month ago. Big, big gap. And I want to take it up again. I just find it so fun. I and love to learn how to tap dance. Every rhythm is like key, obviously, for, for tap. So mm-hmm. I might take my friend Amy, Amy L. I cannot pronounce her last name. It's like Louis Tien. Apologies, Amy. She hurt herself. It's like, I don't, don't say my last name. But she is an amazing tap dancer in yeah. Toronto. And I want to take classes with her in go. the winter, probably. Yeah. So that's that. So watch his foot here. Like he is tapping the beat. But the music is not following his foot. Also, notice somehow all the cats have tap shoes. Like, yeah, what is this? But I can't, it's a tap number. I don't know. I, I like you don't need the tap though. Like it's cool, but it's like oh oh. Like now we're freaking river dance for some reason. Also, why are we changing lyrics? 
Like, why do they need to do scale of the guard? Like, you're already yeah, I don't doing get so it. many non-scale things. Oh. Like, now we yeah. have cats getting into bed with each other. It's, like, so raunchy. Ooh. <laughs> the little mouse. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, now they're somehow magically back in the theater. That's kind of cool. Like, I don't mind it, but once again, it's like, oh, like you didn't have to do that. Oh, that was not, that was a, that was Bad not note. a good end. See, once again, like, why is he flying? <gasps> well, it's because no, the cavity but up. it's like, you don't need to make him fly. Stop it. McCavity's not a magic cat. In this version, he is. Which is not necessary. Yeah. Not necessary. Also, like, I feel like they actually have to be feared, like, there's already so many fish to fry with McCavity. Like, why are they shunning Grizabella and Victoria? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if there's like this ominous, for, like, yeah. dark force, yeah. stop being bullies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here she comes, Jill. Who is this? T Swift. It's Bum Ballerina. Oh. And she's giving them all catnip, apparently. Oh. Which apparently back in the 1920s was like a drug in like clubs you could take. Oh, wow. So there is like a historical reference to this. But I was like, no, not necessary. Also, apparently now Rumpelteaser and Mungo Jerry there are also bad cats. Oh, they're all on the... yeah. Ugh, no. Like, why they made this a solo and not the duet that's in the show, which sounds a lot better. Yeah. She's actually not doing terrible, because again, I feel like like a Jason Derulo, it's like, Mm -hmm. I am Taylor Swift playing Bubble Arena, so I'm at my concert. And I'm just performing this for mm-hmm. y'all. Like, but she's talk singing a lot of it. It's not real. Yeah. Like, uh, like on stage, like they do vocalize this a bit more. Yeah. Like a snake. Like, I will give it to Taylor Swift. She's giving it her all. Yeah, she is. She is. She's dripping in that yeah. prowess, too. Yes. Like, what would have been great is have a scene between Taylor Swift and Grizabella. Because it's like a reflection, right? Like, it's like, what happened to Grizabella is probably going to happen to Taylor Swift in the end. Right. So, like, why wouldn't you do something of an interaction there if you're going to do that type of expansion to the story? Mm-hmm.
Like that's usually sung that line. So it's like, right. why is she talking in a lot of this? We know well, she's again. Sing. I don't mind it. Again, it's like every actor who plays roles. True. Like you're allowed to put your own take on it. Like true. Like there's the original music again. Like why are they changing lyrics again? Wow, just like they're really drugging them. Cats and catnip. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> there he is. And see, he's without his coat, and he's brown. Right. He's not ginger. Like it's very clear, he's a ginger cat. He's very tall yeah. and thin. Like the lyrics are very clear. Like, that's what bugs me is when a lyric is very clear about like this. It's like watching Beauty and the Beast and like not following what Gaston is supposed to look like. Like he's supposed to be the size of a barge. Yeah. Like he's brown. He's like a brownish black cat. He's not ginger. Yeah. It's like Tom Hooper, follow lyrical direction. Yeah, they could have just made his like fur more rusty like, color. Like make like... him look like Taylor Swift. Like she's a ginger yeah. cat. Like that's what she should look like. Like even Judy Dench is more ginger than McCavity. Yeah. And I mean, that whole concept goes back to, in the early 1900s, oh, it's Scotland, right? right? Like, like McCavity's a Scottish cat. He's ginger. Yeah. Like, that's the time when, like, they weren't hiring Irish and Scots, right? Like, that was a historical thing they were doing in that moment of history. Yeah. So it's like, there is a undertow of historical rhetoric. Why is he the only one that had colored contacts, too? Once again, they did not know how to... <laughs> Look, make McCavity like it should have been David Tennant. That's who they should have cast as McCavity, like the guy from Doctor Who, or just like don't give Idris Elba colored contacts, <laughs> like, just or make him ginger like he's supposed to, or like give the uh, some of the other cats colored contacts, like maybe. Oh, <gasps> like I will give it to Judy. She's trying oh, to like, do those lines like, some actual McCavity. dramatic. Like, I love that like, they're forcing, like, some drama into this. Yeah. It's, like, not necessary. You don't need it. Like, I also don't get why McCavy would want to go to the Hecky Cycle when he's got magical powers. Yeah. Like, at least make, like, make McCavy an older, grizzled war cat. Yeah. Like something else to give him a reason. Also, apparently I'm having Deuteronomy walk the plank. My god. What? Such a bad line. You'll never be my genital choice. It's like, oh, Tom Hooper. (laughs) (gasps) 
dude. Like, and I'm also like, why would like why would you add this fake actress? I mean, there is a literal fight between McCavity, Rum Tum Tugger, and Monkestrap in the show. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why would you add the fake problems when there's literally one written into the show for you? Yeah. Like, ugh. Choices. But did she just propose? No idea. Oh, oh, Mr. Mistopolis. Oh. Which once again, yes, in the show he does magic Deuteronomy back, but it's like a, a magical moment, right? Yeah. It's like what? It's like the one time. It's like Daenerys surviving the fire in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh my goodness, one time she actually had really cool magical powers. It's not supposed to be magic in this world. Like, oh, oh, Joe, this is hurting my head. <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm here for I'm gonna say right now like I thought it was gonna be way worse than it actually is because <laughs> here's the thing I think conceptually yes it's like what the hell am I watching mm-hmm. but again the performances mm-hmm. are good are great like it's like the concepts they find themselves in not great, but like what they're doing with it, it's not terrible. Oh, Jill. But like, seriously, though, like everyone's acting like no one is, you know, it's not like I'm watching bad acting, you know? Like no. Bad dancing. I mean, the actors are doing the best with what they can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I, I never faulted the actors. It's the direction and the adaptation that is bad. Yes, yes. Like like this song here. So this has a very clear rhythm to it, which is like slow, drawn out, and then fast. But they're like they're going to yeah. intercut this with other stuff. And it's like, no, you're killing the rhythm all the time. It's like, yeah, there's a rhythm and a rhyme to a Lloyd Webber, who's a brilliant composer, writes his songs. So, right. Oh, he's singing it for himself. Yes. See, look, now the scale, this pencil. Because Rum Tum Tugger sings it in the pro shop, Rum Tum Tugger does sing it. That's another reason why I want to be See, look, so now watch. So they keep trying to, like, summon Deuteronomy back, and it's like, it keeps killing the pace of the song. And it's like, why would you make that choice? Yeah. It's not doing what you think it is. It's like the most iconic song of the piece, too. It's like, I don't remember. Memory, I would say, is more iconic, but this is very much. Well, that, yeah, but but of like the jazzier bits. Like, as a kid, I remember listening to this. Yeah, me too. Like, pick up the pace, buddy. Like, it's a faster song. Like, it's not this slow. (laughs) Yeah. Also, he's not singing it. <laughs> Rum Tum Tugger like riffs the hell out of this song. Yeah, I know. It's another. I, again, I gotta be Rum Tum Tugger one day, man. I look forward to the solo, Joe. Oh. My hero. Why? Why do they have the mice children? I don't know, Jill. I don't know. So watch, they're gonna try and do it again. Do. It's like 
kill the pace. It's like, let the air out of the balloon. Um, it's like, just get the rhythm. Like, come on. Come on, people. <laughs> I think Lindsay actually did Cats, if I'm not mistaken. Lindsay Middleton? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she did Cats. Really? I think so. She's the one that I want to take tap dance classes with. Ask her. I think she did Cats. I think she's done either a performance of Cats or something with Cats. Okay. Or maybe she saw it in Toronto when it was here last. I don't know. I remember her talking about Cats once. Like, they're just killing the pace. Stop singing. She's not terrible, Mac. Honestly, compared to Amanda Seyfried, she's brilliant. That's a low bar, Joe. That's like saying she's better than Russell Crowe. <laughs> Again, she's like acting it and she's not trying to, she's not singing like off notes. True. She's not completely off note. I will give her yeah. that. I just remember Autumn just shaking her head so much in this movie. Like, by the end, we were crying with laughter. The old couple in front of us was not impressed with us laughing so much. Oh, is that Jason Derulo? Yeah. <laughs> like, they just killed the rhythm of the song. Yeah, this song is just like the just for this version. Yeah. So it's sad. Like, it's like one of my faves. Bob. Like, it's supposed to be like, you know, it's like meant to get everybody's hopes back up. Yeah. Well, he did it. Sorry, but a it's a really like, delayed reaction. It was a very delayed reaction. It's like, if you're really going to do this, you should have kept undercutting with Judy Dench on the plank. Yeah. Like, have her be, like, right up to the edge for that last verse. Oh, oh my god. Sorry, I ship Victoria and Mistopheles. <laughs> yeah. Jill, I'm sure there's fan fiction out there that, like, he should not be flying. <laughs> but he's a magician. But it's, like, cat magic. It's, like, that's the joy of a cat. A cat is, like, you hear them here, but really they're over there. Like, the, yeah. the spoon goes missing off the table. Where'd the spoon go? Who knows? It, it appeared out in the garden. The cat, the cat hit it on you. Like that's what the cat's supposed to be. Oh no! 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 Oh, oh no! Yay! Oh! Oh my God! They're meowing. Yeah, they're meowing at him. Wait, why? Why are they meowing? Why is that the first time they've ever been meowing? <laughs> Joe's dramaturgical brain no, is breaking. No, no. <laughs> oh. I love how his magic words meow. Why is she just doing that now? You could have done that the whole time, Jenny. Like this is like like this is where the fight music is coming from. Oh my god, stop. What is like, happening? This is just so what bad. is happening? Ew. Okay, also 
fight choreo terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. I love how, like, Skimble shanks his magic power. Whoa! Yes, it's Gus that puts him down, though. <laughs> I, I love how Skimble shanks his magic power is that he can tap dance. Yeah. Wait, what is happening? Ian McKellen. Yes. What the hell are these actors doing? Oh my god. I want to just like hear all their experiences being a part of this film. They did not have one. (laughs) So you know, this is the problem. She should not be going to Grizabella. No, you do not sing this now. She's kind though. She's like the kind heart that is like I. But it's not know, supposed to happen yet. Okay. Not till after touch me. The whole point of the moment is nobody touches Grizabella until she says touch me. And maybe it's like a universal touch me, right? Of like everybody. No, it kills the moment. The whole point She's of like, that. If one pure soul can do it. Then why can't everyone else? You know. No, Jill. No. <laughs> no. I mean. No, the whole point of the song is... Does she touch her nope. here, though? Watch her. She's going to touch her. Watch her. It's like... It's like the minute you touch Grizabella, she knows no point of singing the song. Oh, but then maybe that instilled in her, like, oh, right, people... I can be touched. So then she's, again, screaming... But Grizabella already wants to be touched. It's not, not a discovery of, I can't be touched. It's she's wanting touch. The whole True. point of her is touch it touch an acceptance from the group that's why she belts that big note it's like oh don't touch grizabella the one golden rule she has a big line in her big song about touch me (laughs) jason derulo is a shout out for me in this movie man he is just giving the side little bits of him reacting very impressed i agree jason derulo is, is not bad at all but it's like stop touching her like, she should just walk in on her own. And Deuteronomy should do exactly what they do in the stage show. Maybe, again, the Deuteronomy brings her in. And everyone says, else. Like, sees this outsider. But she that's not the story. <laughs> well, in this adaptation, maybe. Oh, no, Jill. Just stick and with the I'm stage show. Justified. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, if Autumn were here, she would kill him at this point. She'd be like, no, Jill. No. <laughs> But I'm like, it already is what it is, right? So you might as well make hay while the fire is But there's burning, certain dramaturgical you know? rules that the show has. It's just, don't touch Grizabella. She is supposed to be the neglected, shunned cat. It's her story. Here's where I'm more, like, disturbed about. is Not disturbed is a very strong <laughs> word. But, like, again, it's just, like, what was the buildup here? It's like, we're going to bring you into the center of a circle. Mm-hmm. And then automatically she's like, well, let's crack open my memory jar. It's like, if you already have these little tiny scenes, vignette scenes sliced in of character interaction, like we just saw with Idris Elba mm-hmm. and Judy Dench, have her be like, are you all going to listen for a second? Are you all going to like actually care about what I'm going to say? Because what, like, have her have an outburst, right? And well, in the stage into- show, what it is, she tries to dance, right? And she yes, falls because yeah. she has the bad leg. And it's like, that right there tells the whole story. She's trying exactly. to be accepted, exactly. and they shun her just for like, it. Francesca, like yeah. bringing her, bringing Jennifer into the middle of the room. Here's your spotlight. Sing, you know, yeah, it's it doesn't not like work. Serving, 
the story. Yeah. Like, just have her come in and dance or do something. Like, have like her, why like, are they paying attention to her now? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Like, it's like... Like, it almost should be... She comes in, she tries to dance, she falls, the cats go to leave, and Deuteronomy stops them all. And, like, holds yeah. out her arms and says, stop and listen. Like, this is her Anne Hathaway moment. It's like, oh, honey. Jennifer Hudson. Like, just cast a lame page. Well, Elaine Page is probably much older now, though, right? She's in her 60s. Oh, okay, okay. Like, she started the role when she She was, like, in her 30s. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So she's in her 60s now. But, like, that's how old Grisabelle is supposed to be. Like, I just don't get why Grisabelle is the only thing to go to the heavy side of the Like, at least in the stage show, it's like, Grisabella is old and dying. Like, she's on her last legs. Jennifer Hudson is like, I don't believe you're on your last legs, girl. Like, ditch the ugly coat, you know? It's like... You can tell she is, like, a trained singer, though, because she's, like, purposely singing downtrodden and emotional and bad, which I love. Like, I love when that happens. Because that, to me, is the epitome of, like, you're still singing it Mm -hmm. well. You're just adding so much emotion that the emotion and the acting is overpowering Mm -hmm. the musicality. And I, that's real. That's human to me. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, See, this is where they need to touch her. Think. She doesn't have to think about the musicality. It's just in her. See, look. She's touching her. (laughs) It's like, don't touch her. She has a big line saying, touch me. Do not touch me. Here, right? Here it comes. She already touched you. The moment is ruined. I know. Like it, it's like you've already been touched, girl. Like you already found yeah. acceptance in the other cat. It's like, oh, like she's not a bad singer. Like it's just the interpretation is wrong. Like you can tell again, the adaptation is cry. not serving her though. The fact that we've yeah. been following Victoria's journey is already deterring yeah. from like Grisabella's point That's of view. That's what I mean. Yeah. And every time she's on set, mm-hmm. it's the thing with like with Rebel Wilson and like mm-hmm. James Corden, it's like comedy is their thing, right? So yeah. first of all, blanket statement, they're flexing all these star actors yes. and not being shy about it. No. So with like at least with Rebel Wilson and like James Corden, the comedy is unnecessary but it's like that's mm-hmm. their entryway whereas with jennifer hudson it's like the brilliancy of her musicality is her entryway well that's not really a plot moving yeah. device unless you set up other stuff around that do you know what i mean yeah like, i exactly what you mean because like the sing, like every musical like mm-hmm. the singing and the dancing should yeah. be an over bubbling reaction to the actual feelings right Mm -hmm. it's a classic thing of like you sing and you move yeah when actual words and language Mm -hmm. can no longer express how you're feeling Mm -hmm. so you have to delve into these Mm -hmm. deeper art forms yes where when like yeah it's just obvious they're kind of holding her to the light as listen to her voice listen to how she sings the song Mm -hmm. but i'm like 
it's stunning, it's beautiful, but how does it weave into the yeah. the rest of the piece? Yeah. You know? Oh, she's the Jellicle choice. Yes, she is. Amazing. And see, this is funny. So, watch it. So, what happens next is okay. you're going to see it. It's going to be Francesca Hayward singing again. So, Autumn, which is, which we should go seriously, this girl is singing again. Like, oh. Autumn did not like her singing at all in this movie. This is where I started laughing because it's like she, it's like, you don't need Francesca Hayward to sing here. Like, see, this one would be so much more powerful if she had never touched her beforehand. Yeah. Girl, you do not need to sing. Stop it. <laughs> like, in the stage show, it's just instrumental as all the cats touch her. And it's beautiful. It's like, you don't need this moment. Stop it. It's like, no. Like, stop trying to force these two characters together. It's like, Victoria and Grisabella are not the same. Stop it. Like, her dancing here is beautiful. But, like, she could have been in her day, right? Like, this, she, again, I don't see, I don't see it being that big of an issue that Victoria and the cat in the actual show is interchangeable. Yeah, I don't mind that. It's, it's, Especially because Victoria in the actual show is the first cat that has, like, the solo piece. Yeah, she's the dance cat. She's That's the main kind of a good dance catalyst cat. to, like, Grisabella mm-hmm. learning her yes. track of, like, oh, she mm-hmm. was probably a Victoria in her day. Mm. So this is right out of the book. That they go up in a hot air balloon. I'll see if there's a picture in the, in the book. Okay. Here. Is it Jellicle Singers? Where is it here? Like, them going up in a hot air balloon is what's in the book. So I do appreciate they went back to the book for this. That is kind of cool that it's a chandelier. Right? Like, I don't mind. Oh, it's also very Lloyd Webber. As you know, he's a phantom. (laughs) He has an affinity for chandeliers. she goes oh there she goes then i have the picture of it in here oh no oh no my cavity it's not your time it wasn't necessary it wasn't necessary to have him show up there his story is done. And also in the stage show, he dies. He gets electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why didn't they just have that? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, James Gordon. Oh, that harmony. Also scale. (laughs) Oh, no. 
like props to the people who are actually singing and trained singers in the scene. Because like, you know yeah. that none of those stars can sing like that. Yeah, no. Rebel Wilson could not sing Aside like from that. like Je- Jennifer Hudson and yeah. maybe Jason Derulo. Yeah. But even like that style, you know? Okay, this is creepy. Yeah, she's really looking at us. Yeah. Judy, no. Stop. Like, also, this is not supposed to be a toxin song. Like, if you look at the way the men sing, like, the way the males sing it in the show, I don't like it's that she has, big. Like, zero makeup on. Yeah. It's, like, disturbing me as to how human they left her face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, add, like, a patch or something. Like, yeah. it literally. It's just Judy Dead. Like Cowardly <laughs> Lion from, yes! from Wizard of Oz. It's. Well, even Carrie Lyon had a bit more facial lion features. Yeah, yeah, like protruding and stuff. But yeah, stop looking at me, Judy Dench. <laughs> like that big note, that so first your yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if you look at the notes, those are big notes for a bass to sing, yeah. and it just beats. She it can't just doesn't sing have... that note. I yeah, know, but that's my problem. Is if, is if you're going to cast somebody as old Deuteronomy. You need to have Honestly, someone who has that I big voice. Jennifer Hudson being Deuteronomy. No, too young. Deuteronomy's supposed to well, be like ancient. Deuteronomy, like, yeah, it, yeah. He's like a, a very ancient old cat. But I think there's something like if you have like a younger person playing that wiser mm-hmm. position, mm-hmm. like I don't think it can't be done. I think I do agree with you though. Deuteronomy mm-hmm. has to have one of the most bolstering voices in the cast. Yes. Regardless of who you cast, you know? They like got apparently they were going to try and Honestly, get James Earl Jones to, to like, play the part. Like okay. Darth Vader but voice. Again, again, I feel like actors who are that old, mm-hmm. they just don't have the same endurance in their voices like they used to. Depends so on how like they got themselves. You gotta go with like yeah. a middle ground. Well, if you get someone like Elaine Page who's in her 60s to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like once again, Judy Dench is in her eighties in this. Yeah. Which God bless her. I love Judy Dench. Don't not get me wrong. I am a Judy Dench fan through and through. But it's just like mm-hmm. bad direction on how to do this song. Yeah. It's just like Tom Hooper. How did you direct this? Also, it's like too looking yeah. at me with like this. This would scare Ellis. Face. This would scare Ellis. He'd be like, no. <laughs> More so, like, Hadley would be like, yeah. I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> so, see, when I watched the pro shot back when I was a kid, I got so scared of McCavity, I left the room and missed Elaine Page doing Memory the first time I watched it with my great aunt and uncle. This was their favorite show. That they were like, come back, Mac. It's fine. I'm like, no. <laughs> Ooh. Jill's face right now tells you exactly how she's hearing those notes. Well, it's just, it's more so that I'm like, I know that half the people that they're showing on camera are not hitting those notes. <laughs> and it's really aggravating. Oh, Mistopheles. And okay, that right there, Mistopheles and Victoria. Cuties. <laughs> Oh. 
Like, I just feel like this would be such a weird thing to film with Judy Dench. Like, doing all these yeah. rubs. I'm just like, I know, I know. I can't imagine doing that with Judy Dench. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Judy, are you okay? Are you okay? Bye. Yeah. yeah. I hope they like, have one. I, what, what's that called now, I, Jill? The, the intimacy coordinator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they have oh, that yeah, on definitely. this set. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very, like, interesting, weird movements. Oh, yeah. and we're done. We're done. Okay. Oh, Jill. I obviously didn't love it. <laughs> but I was surprised as to how what I watched. Like I actually thought it was like, wow, the acting is terrible, including the plot being weird. Mm-hmm. And and like for what was served and what was given to these performers, they did what they could. They did what they could. That's not a glowing review, Jill. Well, no, it's like when you're trapped in a position of like a bad script and a bad True. screenplay and like freaking CGI badness. Mm-hmm. At least like you're digging yourself out of multiple holes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got to say too, like Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. That's my favorite part of this whole thing. Debacle. Yeah. Was Jason a lot of Derulo. Miscast. A lot of the whole thing was misscaled. So part of my reaction is just like, <laughs> why are we so tiny? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that why pencil is like smaller than the cat? <laughs> like, yeah. And like a rack of ribs. <laughs> no. <laughs> You can't have the rack of ribs on the table be massive. And then when the cat holds them, they're tiny. Yeah. Like, no. Make a choice. Make a choice. Any choice. And there was just like a lot going on too. Like we did not need to jump to all those different locations. Jeez. No. There's probably like 80 different locations. Just keep it all in that in theater. In one <laughs> Yeah. Keep it in that theater. That's all you needed. Keep it in that theater. Don't We don't need the milk bar or we don't need any of that. Just... Are we letting the credits roll? It's almost done. Okay. Like, I hope Spielberg looked at this and went, take my name off this project. <laughs> also, yes, yes. I... Yellow writing on the black screen. I'm like, I don't feel like that's what I watched. Because it was See, an adaptation. Yeah. But, like, definitely wasn't true. Too. See, for, now here's the thing too, like because the, the stage play is vignettes, mm-hmm. there's there is a lot of wiggle room for adaptation. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not discrediting, and I've talked about this on Cup of Hemlock as well. I mm-hmm. I don't like that we revere musicals as such like packaged deals that cannot be touched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas plays, there's we see it can be a play a playground, no pun intended, mm-hmm. and we can. Uh-huh work this or tweak this and mm-hmm. recast that and set mm-hmm. in a different era and take mm-hmm. a different take on the story. Mm-hmm. But with musicals, there's this thing of like, it can't be touched or it has to be done this way, which I disagree with. I think mm-hmm. also there needs to be a bit more massaging out of some musicals and there should be, and there can be. Chicago is um, a great example. That was a great on- adaptation. Chicago. Of what? Sorry. Chicago. Yeah. Like that, after right. ever seeing it at Stratford, I realized just how much book scene stuff was added to that show. Mm-hmm. And it works. It's such a, I would actually prefer the movie to the show. Like, yeah. 
way better. So, so like sometimes it doesn't. This just did not work as an adaptation. Yeah, and well, and especially with a show like this, where there isn't really a through line as a yeah. backbone to kind mm-hmm. of spiral your own take on. Right. Because it's vignette it's like there's so much room to mm-hmm. do adaptation, but you have to have a choice. You can't yes. have like four ideas bubbling <laughs> all at once and in the same vein. Is it yeah. like, are you going to be focusing more on character development in these book scenes mm-hmm. to be kind of meat and potatoes to the already like wonderful songs? That I could get behind, but it was inconsistent, right? It's like, yeah. why do we have a two-hander in this? And then we don't get a two-hander for so much mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. then also there's characters that need a two-hander, a.k.a. Yeah. Grisabella, that don't get that. Yes. Right? Or is it, do we put all of these songs in a spotlight on a pedestal? Like, what does it yeah. mean when, like, each character steps up for their mm-hmm. time to express why yeah. they should be the number one pick? Mm-hmm. And have that trope be the same, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, all eyes are on this performer. And like, mm-hmm. what can you show us? What can yeah. you do? Almost like a talent yeah. show kind of vibe. Yeah, well, that's what this show is. It's a talent show. It's a backwards show where the I want song is the 11 o'clock number. Like, yeah, like the big, like, like the big I want song, like the part of your world song is memory. That's mm-hmm. the big song. Like, Grisabella, because it's her story, at least on the stage, is touch me. She wants to be mm-hmm. accepted. She wants to be touched. She wants to be brought back into the fold that is the i want song all these other songs are like expositionary kind of Mm -hmm. like like they're not they're not i want songs they're i am songs which is what a lot of villain songs are in shows it's i am again Mm -hmm. i think like this song being done too in the Mm -hmm. 21st century or this musical rather being Mm -hmm. done in the 21st century there's so much to play up of like the selfishness that is Mm -hmm. society at large right Mm -hmm. and how everyone is kind of in their own lane and, and very individualistic and are a part of this group, are a part of this mm-hmm. squad, you know, but don't actually care about those around mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. right? Like, I feel like every other cat, except from Isabella and in this yeah. adaptation, Victoria, that see, like, the truthfulness in connection and community yeah. and what does it mean to see someone else and honor them for who they are, right? Yeah. And, like, how do each of these, because you can see through the lens of Victoria in this, too, like, kind of the unpacking of like how do each of these cats like i'm learning about them but how are mm-hmm. they learning about each other or what do they do with each other yeah and to me it's like if you're gonna do cats now that's something in like bleed into that because mm-hmm. i feel like that has so many like it's real life like that's mm-hmm. you know it's what we mm-hmm. struggle with in the mm-hmm. modern society true connection right and mm-hmm. and yeah, there's just so much that lost potential that could be, mm-hmm. again, these running parallel cats mm-hmm. that are like the youngest and the oldest cat that are, you know, in age and demeanor, absolute yeah. opposite. Yeah. But truthfully, deep down, they see the core mm-hmm. of catmanity, or like, <laughs> you know, like humanity, like, you know, and then in yeah. contrast with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's funny because then you have old Deuteronomy too, where like they are kind of your omniscient character, mm-hmm. yes. if you will. And they are well revered and they're wise, mm-hmm. but there isn't as much of like a, I think they, they kind of soaked that, mm-hmm. that in as opposed to like gen- mm-hmm. generally caring. Like, I don't know. In the pro shot, at least. Like, yeah. that's 
I kind of like that Deuteronomy is just this revered character. And well, like, yeah, he's uh, he's a father about of Isabella, yeah. Doesn't care enough to step yeah. in and tell them that they're out yeah. of place. Exactly. Whereas you have like, yeah, mm-hmm. the cats who aren't in the limelight, like again, yeah. in this adaptation of Isabella and Victoria, who yeah. are like, we're outsiders, we want to fit in, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, they yeah. are the true, yeah. like, I, yeah, I get you. Cats. Yeah, you know? I, I get I you, know. I get you. I'm yeah. deep diving here. I'm still sober, everyone. I'm just really, really <laughs> open. And what does cats mean now? Oh, no. But yeah, I think, yeah, this definitely missed the mark because mm-hmm. it, it was leaning too much into, looky here, here's a star. This is what they're good at. So let's mm-hmm. do that. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but here's a star who's in like a very well-revered musical Mm-hmm. Like it's so the classic thing of when I used to, I don't do it so much now, but I used to sing anthems yes. for professional sports teams. Right. And it's funny, my grandpa, when I would watch, you know, baseball games or football games or whatever with him, right. uh, he used to hate when performers would make anthems their own. Yeah. And like, I agreed with that because I was like, you're not, if you're, and so when I would perform, I would sing it true to how anthems are written like i've done mm-hmm. the canadian and the american one because it's like you're not there to perform you're not there to be like hello everyone i'm Julie <laughs> robinson performing at rico coliseum like no you're like i am standing in to sing a respectful song honoring the countries that are yep. about play this mm-hmm. game like you your only job is to be the vehicle or the device to mm-hmm. sing the song and then you leave yep. like that's your You know, it's kind of similar in that of like, this is not time for like a Rebel Wilson wisecrack joke. Yes. That's not what's happening here. And I don't think it's, I honestly, I kind of want to blame Tom Hooper. Like, I feel like that's a directing thing. It is. It's a complete directing mistake. yourself or like, remember that joke you said in the green room? Say it now. (laughs) Like, you know, like. Don't mess with the crazy cat lady. It's like, oh. Yeah, so no. it's just, it's saddening because mm-hmm. I, that definitely, it's the epitome of star-studdedness, yeah. right? Where it's, okay, great, we're just watching stars mm-hmm. with the backdrop of cats behind Yeah, them. yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Except yes. Jason Derulo. Except Jason <laughs> And on that note, we will wrap it up here for today. Jill, thank you so much for joining us for your first ever live movie musical commentary. You'll be back in November. Let's pull up our calendar here, Jill. You'll be back in November. I believe it is the 4th for Little Shop of Horrors. Which again, I've never seen. So Yes. So we have that. And then next Saturday, we are doing Chicago with our friend Jessica Maxwell at 7 p.m. So be sure to check that one out. And then, as we said, November, Friday, November 4th, 7.30, it is Jill and I back together again doing Little Shop of Horrors starring Rick Moranis, Steve Martin, John Candy. Like, it is a bop from the past with a giant puppet plant. <laughs> Lots of fun. So definitely awesome. check that out. So, yes. Tune in next Saturday, though, for... Uh, film commentary on Chicago. 
Mm-hmm. There we go. All right, Jill. And- where do you find and follow you? Yeah, people can find and follow me at jillian.robinson96 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That is my artist Instagram account. I guess I can kind of mention down the line, I will be at the end of the year and the end of November into December. I'm swinging into a role for Company 2IT Theater is doing Cinderella Panto right now. Mm. They are extending the run and I'm swinging into the character of Buttons, who is like the MC best friend character to Cinderella in this adaptation. So really excited. It's a clown character. It's going to be really punky and spunky. And I get to sing Telephone by mm-hmm. Lady Gaga and Beyonce. <laughs> so, um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Absolutely. And yeah, just in covers and mm-hmm. doing my thing on the gram. And I will say for before the downbeat people, tune in next week when Cup of Hemlock does their review of the David Hasselhoff version of Jekyll and Hyde. Jill and I had quite a few debates on that episode, too. It was, oh, yeah. it was an episode. You were outnumbered, though, Mac. Yes. I don't think I was. I don't think I was. Tune in, folks. <laughs> Me and Patrick held our own pretty good there. <laughs> True. There we go. Either way, thank you so much, everybody. Have a great rest of your evening. We will see you all next Saturday at 7 p.m. for Chicago with our special guest, Jessica Maxwell. Thank you, Jill. We'll see you on Down on Skid Row. Little shop, little shop of horrors. Jellical songs for jellical cats. Jason Derulo. Yes. <laughs>